up, the night is behind. Go down in the city into the street, and let's give the message to the people we meet. So light up the fire, let the flame burn. Open the door, let Jesus return. Take seeds of His Spirit, let the fruit grow. Tell the people of Jesus, let His love show. Go through the park on into the town. The sun still shines on; it never goes down. The light of the world is risen again. The people of darkness are needing a friend. So light up the fire. Return, take seeds of His Spirit. Let the fruit grow. Tell the people of Jesus. Let His love show. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. A very warm welcome to morning celebration of Mass here at St Bride's Church in Cambus Lang, which is, of course, the funeral Mass for the repose of the soul of Anne McGee. We welcome to the church uh, our sons and daughter who are here with us today. Uh, welcome Brendan and Daniel and Claire and Darren. Welcome also brothers and sisters of Anne and uh, grandchildren and family members uh, that are here with us. Uh, welcome also f- uh, f- uh, family friends who have joined us for the celebration of Mass. And uh, needless to say, it will be a great consolation to see so many people here in the church today uh, for the family. Today we've gathered uh, here uh, to celebrate the life of a person uh, and to thank God for that life. Uh, in many ways, as you know, it's touched, Anne's life has touched so many uh, people's lives, our own family and friends as well. And today we've gathered here not only in sadness at the loss, but also in thanksgiving for the way in which uh, her life has touched each of our lives. She was a very good soul in many ways, very kind and had a great heart as well. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery, your servant Anne, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Please be seated. 
A reading from the Book of Wisdom. The souls of the victorious are in the hands of God. No torment shall ever touch them. In the eyes of the unwise, they did appear to die. Their going looked like a disaster. They're leaving us like annihilation, but they are in peace. If they experience punishment as men see it, their hope was rich with immortality. Slight was their affection. Great will their blessing be. God has put them to the test and proved them worthy to be with him. He has tested them like gold in a furnace and accepted them as a holocaust. When the time comes for his visitation, they will shine out and sparks through the stubble. So they will... They will judge nations, rule over peoples, and the Lord will be thinking forever. They who trust him will understand the truth. Those who are faithful will live with him in love, for grace and mercy await those he has chosen. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. With God on our side, who can be against us, since God did not spare his own son, but gave him up to benefit us all? We may be certain after such a gift that he will not refuse anything he can give. Could any accuse those 
that God has chosen when God acquits, could anyone condemn? Could Christ Jesus? No. He not only died for us, he rose from the dead, and there at God's right hand, he stands and pleads for us. Nothing, therefore, can come between us and the love of, of Christ, even if we are troubled or worried, or being persecuted, or lacking food or clothes, or being threatened, or even attacked. There are the trials through which we triumph by the power of him who loves us. For I am certain of neither death nor life, no angel, no prince, nothing that exists, nothing still to come, not any prayer or height or depth, not any created thing can ever come between us and the love of God made visible in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. With the coming of evening, Jesus said to his disciples, let us cross over to the other side. And leaving the crowd behind, they took him just as he was in the boat, and there were other boats with him. Then it began to blow a gale, and the waves were breaking into the boat so that it was almost swamped. But he was in the stern, his head in the cushion, asleep. They woke him and said to him, Master, do you not care? We are going down. And he woke up and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Quiet now and be calm. And the wind dropped and all was calm again. Then he said to them, Why are you so frightened? How is it that you have no faith? And they were filled with awe. And said to one another, Who can this be? For even the wind and the sea obey him. The Gospel of the Lord. The illness that Anne had was a hard illness. And it was a kind of illness that was debilitating. She was gradually able to do less. But quite in character, she battled on. Um, She knew, though, in her own mind that the illness itself uh, she wouldn't get better from. It was progressive, always advancing. And I'm sure that deep down she certainly knew all of this but in her nature she wouldn't admit to it. She was not for letting go, not for giving up the fight, 
always hoping for a better day and perhaps striking bargains with the good Lord for more time as well. Even in the hospital in those final hours, she was strong and brave too. When I came to give her the sacraments, she tried a few words by way of conversation, but it was clear that she was very weak. It was clear too that the doctors and nurses were very concerned for her too, perhaps seeing then that her life was to be measured in hours rather than in days. She simply didn't have enough strength to fight on. And within a few hours, her life would end, and she did pass from this world to the next. Her bags were packed, and she was ready for that journey. Today at Mass, we are simply reminded of the gift of faith. Faith is for sunny days like today, but it's also for stormy days. Faith is for times when things go well and things are not going well. Faith is the compass that guides us through our life. Faith is our consolation and our strength. And faith tells us that God is in the boat with us in the eye of the storm when the boat of life itself tosses us from side to side. And faith is knowing that we will be led to calm seas and the boat itself will be led to a safe place. Anne herself knew all about the gift of faith in her own life. It was certainly her strength in times of trouble, and it was a consolation also in dark days that guided her through her life. And deep down she knew that whatever would come in her life, that she would trust God and rely on him to calm the waves, still the storm, and lead her to where she was supposed to be. Anne was the second child of Cathy and Barney McGee, uh, her mother is still alive, as the family know, but she is unable to be here because of ill health. We remember her especially today at this Mass. She was from a family of 14. That's a big family. A lot of mouths to feed. Not quite the feeding of the 5,000, but not far off. It said about her herself, Anne, that she was a big eater, she would have her dinner, and other people's as well. <laughs> she would even eat her father's dinner before he came back from work. The family lived, of course, here in this area, in halfway in Westburn. She attended St Bride's Primary School and also uh, St Charles's Primary School and St Bride's Secondary. She worked at uh, Clifford's Machinist and in the Miners' Welfare. As you know, she wasn't from a family that was well off. No trainers for her going to school. No smart school uh, shoes. But at times she was sent to school with working boots on. <laughs> the only footwear to hand. I believe on one occasion she was barred from the social dancing because of those working boots clumping over the new school gym floor and would mark it. She never quite got over the embarrassment of that. In her life, of course, uh, she had Brendan and Daniel and John Paul and Claire and Darren. And in the later part of her life, uh, the grandchildren, of course, arrived, Nicole and Caitlin, 
and Chantelle and Bailey and Brodie and Mikey and Charlie and William. All of these people were very special to her in life. She had great sadness uh, with the early death of John Paul. And like herself, he also showed great courage, great resilience, fighting hard to hold on to his young life. We remember him today, a young man who was very well liked in this family and very, very well liked by his friends in this area. Truth is, Anne never recovered from his loss. She had great sadness too with the death of her sister Kate. They were always a great support to each other, although many times they were arguing. One said one thing, the other said the opposite. One said black, the other said white. Anne never had great health uh, throughout her life. She battled uh, many illnesses along the way, but also had a deep well of resilience. She simply seemed able to be, be able to keep going. In recent times, however, it became clear she would not be able to fight back once more. In life, she didn't have very much materially. Bringing up the, the family, money was always short. She used to say that there are people worse off than us. And I think the children used to scratch their heads and wonder who these people were. <laughs> the little she had, she made do, but sometimes it didn't quite stretch. I'm sure in later life, those sacrifices in her own mind paid off to see the family get on, young children, grandchildren born and growing up, all of the sacrifices paid off. She liked to believe to go to the bingo occasionally, well maybe not so occasionally, to the Savoy when it was around with her sister and her daughter. She never made a fortune, but she never lost a fortune. You might know about Anne that she liked to talk. She was a mighty talker. She didn't need anyone to say anything. It was a kind of conversation that was always seamless, that would move from one subject to the other without taking a single breath. Everyone says about Anne that she had a good heart, and that's true. She was generous and kind, a person who would give you her last and was generous to a fault. Life itself seems all too short in the end, doesn't it? We could have wished for a longer life for Anne, that she would have seen more things. But some things we don't have control of and are things that we have to put into God's hands. And we are conscious that Anne's in God's hands. And when he calls, we realise that we have to go. But life itself seems all too short in the end. There are so many other things that we could do, so many other things that we can see. But life itself turns out to be too short in the end. 
We think of Anne and Kate and John Paul and others together. What a happy reunion that will be. Just think of it. A whole eternity of talking. <laughs> a whole eternity of getting the last word in. We can think of no other place that she will be. A good and kind soul. A person who will have a rich heavenly reward waiting for her after the troubles and sacrifices of life. A rich reward for someone who's reached the end of the journey. She was the weary traveller, but she'd be welcomed, sat down at the table, and invited to join the feast. Please stand. Let us come to our loving Father, asking him to give eternal rest to the departed and comfort and hope to the living. For the family of the church, that we may grow in our faith in the power of Jesus over sin and death, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the leaders of nations, that they may promote peace and justice in the world, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who mourn their loss, especially the family and friends of our sister Anne, that their grief may be lightened by the risen Christ and his promise to unite us again in our heavenly home. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For Anne, our sister, who sleeps in the Lord, that she may be raised up on the last day and receive the reward of her goodness. We pray to the Lord. Lord hear our prayer. In silent prayer, let us remember our personal needs and intentions. God of our salvation, you reward the just and console those who mourn. Hear our prayers in the name of your risen Son, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated. We now join in singing our offer to him, Give Me Joy in My Heart. joy in my heart keep me praising give me joy in my heart I pray give me joy in my heart keep me praising keep me praising till the break of day sing Hosanna sing Hosanna sing Hosanna to the Hosanna, sing Hosanna, sing Hosanna to the King. Give me peace in my heart, keep me loving. Give me peace in my heart, I pray. Give me 
peace in my heart, keep me loving, keep me loving till the break of day. Sing Hosanna, sing Hosanna, sing Hosanna to the King of Kings. Sing Hosanna, sing Hosanna, sing Hosanna to the King. Give me love in my heart, keep me serving. Give me love in my heart. I pray, give me love in my heart, keep me serving, keep me serving till the break of day. Sing Hosanna, sing Hosanna, sing Hosanna to the King of Kings, sing Hosanna, sing Hosanna. Sing Hosanna to the King. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation. Through your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made. Become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, we have come to share in giving to Christ and himself to share in communion. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation. Through your goodness we have this wine to offer. Fruit of the vine, the work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. Please stand. And pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we humbly present to you these sacrificial offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of your servant Anne, we beseech your mercy that she who did not doubt your son to be a loving saviour may find in him a most merciful judge, through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, For even though by our own fault we perish, yet by your compassion and your grace, when seized by death according to our sins, we are redeemed through Christ's great victory and with him called back into life. And so with the powers of heaven we worship you constantly on earth and before you without end be acclaimed. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. And in a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, 
for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held as worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember Anne, for whom you, uh, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that she who is united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. And have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. Amen. Please stand. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. And the peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. Let's offer to one another now a sign of peace and friendship. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world, blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed.
We now join in singing our communion hymn, Be Still for the Presence of the Lord. Be still for the presence of the Lord, the Holy One is here. Come bow before him now with reverence and fear. In him no sin is found. We stand on a holy ground. Be still for the presence of the Lord, the Holy Still for the glory of the Lord is shining all around. He burns with holy fire, with splendor he is crowned. How awesome is the sight, our radiant King. The glory of the Lord is shining all around. Be still, for the power of the Lord is moving in this place. He comes to cleanse and heal, to minister his grace. Redeemer, whom 
Please stand. Lord God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey. Mercifully grant that strengthened by it, her dear sister may come to the eternal table of Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Please join in singing our final hymn, Walk With Me.
darkest night and brightest day. Be at my side, O Lord. Hold my hand and guide me on my way. Stones often bar my path, and there are times I fall. But you are always there. Night and brightest day, be at my side, O Lord. Hold my hand and guide me on my way. Just as you come, the wind and walked upon the sea. Conquer my living, Lord. The storms have threatened. Through the darkest night and brightest day.